There's an Iranian rapper. I don't know if you guys know what's going on in Iran right now, but there are um, there's a big feminist movement that's going on that was started when a young uh, a young lady was murdered by the morality police. Um, what was her name? Masha uh, Amini. That's it. Now. Masha Amini, we'll just read through real quick. And she was so pretty, too. It's so sad. Um, the 22-year-old Iranian woman named Masha Amini, also known as Gina Amini, died in the hospital in Tehran, uh, Iran, under suspicious circumstances. The guidance patrol, or the morality police, uh, the religious morality police of Iran's government, arrested Amini for not wearing a hijab in accordance with government standards. The Law Enforcement Command of Islamic Republic of Iran stated that before transferring her to the hospital, she had a heart attack at a police station, collapsed, and fell into a coma. However, eyewitnesses, including women who were detained with Amani, reportedly said that she was severely beaten and she died as a result of police brutality, which was denied by Iranian authorities. These assertions, in addition to leaked medical scans, led independent observers to believe Amini had been uh, had had a cerebral hemorrhage or stroke. Amini's death resulted in a series of protests described by CNN as more widespread than protests in uh, in 2017 and 2019. New York Times as the New York Times as the largest Iranian protest since 2009. Some female demonstrators removed their hijab and publicly cut its hair as acts of protest. Uh, by the start of November 2022, Iran Human Rights reported that at least 304 people have been killed by security forces confronting protests across the country. Amnesty International reported that Iranian security focus forces were, in some cases, firing into groups with live ammunition and other cases where people were killing protesters by beating them with batons. So there's a lot of it's horrible. It's a terrible story. And I'm sorry, we're this is like such a bum out. Like I'm doing like these these stupid songs, and then all of a sudden we're just talking about horrible things. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is where you come to get bummed out. Welcome. <laughs> Let the punishment fit the crime. He looks like a very kid. Look, <laughs> what a shame. He looks like he had kidney fat. He does. Yeah, he did look like shit. Uh, um. Any case, so that's sort of what started the whole protest, but. This guy right here, uh, his name, what is his name? It's, I, I can never say it. It's Tumaj Salahi, um, who, he came up missing uh, a little while ago, and, um, uh, or he was arrested, uh, what was it? So, you know, he's charged, he was arrested, and he is facing death for the content of his lyrics, because he is promoting revolution, and he's supporting these protesters. Now, he's a pretty big name in Iran. And, uh, again, CNN is just full of propaganda. So Holidays is, um, oh, dear God, we're not giving these 
ads. I don't have ad blockers because I'm that guy. That's Sam Smith, isn't it? Yes, it's Iranian Sam Smith. <laughs> Whoopi. <laughs> Whoopi. The gallows humor. Is that gallows humor? I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't think so. Who knows? Who cares? Um... All right. These lyrics who could cost too much Salihi his life. The Iranian rap artist was arrested last weekend, charged with Don't cost rebels, we came from revolution. Cost too much Salihi his life. The Iranian rap artist was arrested last weekend, charged with crimes punishable by death including cooperating with foreign governments, forming legal groups to destabilize the country, and propagandist activity against the government. But his real crime? His music, calling on Iranians to rise up and remove their repressive regime. Too Much has also proudly posted these videos recently, showing him out of the protest, leading the chance for change. Family members. I mean, it's wild. Yeah, what he said. It's wild to think that there are governments out there that will kill you because women want rights. Um, they could kill you arrest you and kill you for um can you hear the baby we got babies here um did she leave the door it sounds like the door is like wide open hold on let me check something it's not baby's mad um it's wild that the content of your lyrics could get you murdered it's it's uh it's really wild and that's why it's always weird when I hear these very entitled people in in, country, in these Western countries who have a lot of they have a lot of freedoms that I don't think they understand. Um, go live in Iran if you hate it here. Go live in Iran. Go live in Iran if you hate the West so much. Go live in a country like Iran. Go live in a country like Afghanistan where they throw gays off of buildings. Go live in places like that where where homosexuality is is completely outlawed. Where Russia homosexuality is outlawed. Go figure. Uh, and I'm so proud to be an American. Where at least I know I can rap <laughs> some songs. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right, Naders. Uh, it does make me appreciative. Um, World Cup vibes. <laughs> Shut up, Wooby. <laughs> Uh, so it is, it's really strange to me when you see people who are like hate capitalism, but they're like burning down buildings and filming it with their, you know, slave made iPhones and stuff. It's just a really, really, really weird thing. And if you're thirsty, dig a well. Yeah. And have clean and have clean drinking water. Uh, some places don't even have clean drinking water. And like the the pill to save your life is only a dollar, but you can't afford to buy that pill because it's a dollar, and you don't have a dollar. 
And so you have to let your children die. They got dysentery. Something is easily curable. So, so it's like, uh, yes, there's some problems here in America. There's problems that, yeah, Flint, Michigan obviously sucks. But there's other places. That's the thing, too. There's, there's how many, how many cities in America have undrinkable water? There's a lot. I for, it's like kind of a staggering amount. How many cities in USA can't uh, no drinking water? I'm such a dipshit. The drone, the a growing drinking water crisis threatens Americans. Is it? It's not from CNN, is it? Where ongoing water crises are happening? U.S. cities and towns with unsafe drinking water. There's eight listed here, but there's tons all over. There's more than just eight. Benton Harbor, Michigan. Oh, really? I've played here. I played in Benton Harbor. And it's in Michigan where Flint is, too. Pittsburgh, you can't drink the water. I had a headache when I went to the U.S. US and I paid $400 for an app. How did that even happen? How do you pay four hundred? Did you like? Did you? Uh, did you? Um, did you overdraft your your debit card? Tulare, the in Central Valley. Ugh, bleh, bleh. you can't drink there. I think Stockton is one. Newark, you can't drink the water. Just all of Martin County, Kentucky, you can't drink all of it. This sounds about uh, about on the low end, but you're right. No, no, no. That, that says on the lower right maybe bullshit totally fine uh but yes here's the thing though medication here is going through the roof as well um i have uh, i have insurance and my insurance lapsed and so i was going to get my meds from the pharmacy and i didn't know my my insurance lapsed i just had to re-enroll or whatever and fucking it was five hundred dollars for 20 pills fuck dude i mean and, and what's the without insurance how much is insulin how much is insulin right now without insurance so it's about 25 to 100 dollars a vial uh, average price per dispenser package. Look at this: three hundred sixty dollars, one hundred forty-one dollars. If you don't have insurance, this is how much you're paying. Look at this one. This one is, this one is one hundred seventeen per pen, seven hundred twenty per carton for two pens, one thousand eight hundred and thirty-seven per vial. Wow. Look at that. If you if you're poor in this country and you don't have insurance, well, you die. <laughs> Sorry everyone. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Um corporate greed. Hold on. I got this. I got this. Hold on. Where is it? Hold on. Brought to you by Pfizer. Fuck you. Pay me. Thank you Pfizer. We're going to do that again. Brought to you by Pfizer. Fuck you. Pay me. Thank you, Pfizer. Insulin is about one of the only things we don't have to pay for. Well, okay, so... Penguin, are you in the UK as well? Asking for a mate. Who's bonkers? 
Okay. Uh, how much is flow? What is that? What is that even? Okay. So I thought you guys had universal health care over there. I thought you guys didn't have to pay for medications. I just thought it was like a mystical, magical place where you just you can go and go to the hospital anytime you want. Uh, is an antidepressant and belongs to a group of medicines known as selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor SSRIs. Oh, so it's like a it's an antidepressant. Uh, let's see, how much is it? Um, prices start at $3. So this has probably been out for a while and they probably have generics. So that's the good thing. You can also get these things for a decent price sometimes for the generics, even if you don't have insurance, especially for medication that's been out for a while. Uh, he was on my stream tonight. It was his birthday yesterday. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Uh, your friend Andy is in Korea, right? I haven't heard from him. Oh, he's in the day. You missed it, Ziggy. Instead, you ended up here and, and got a headache. <laughs> you ended up in Headache Central. So this isn't terrible, right? Um, so, you know, that's good. My ADHD medication is apparently is a, it's, it's kind of new and it's a non-stimulant formula. So... I guess it just makes it really expensive. I did. I did. Well, my uh, waking up brain was getting too much input. Yeah, I understand. <sighs> Wait, no one talks about how the inventor of insulin wanted to make it free. That is true. Yeah, the inventor of insulin wanted it to be free. But then, you know, here comes Pfizer. Brought to you by Pfizer. Fuck you. Pay me. Uh, thank you, Pfizer, for bringing us our uh, our medications. Our news agencies, our news anchors, our our, our 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 wonderful leaders in the White House and Congress. Thank you so much for all that you do for this country and world. You know, Pfizer has done good things. Three dollars is actually cheaper than I pay for NHS. It's a standard charge, eleven pounds. Ugh. Uh, should sue the American government. I think he's dead. I think th that dude's been dead. Inventor of insulin. I'm pretty sure he's been dead. Yeah, that dude's dead. He's dead AF. I think they get it. Don't they get it from like sweet potatoes? Don't they get insulin from sweet potatoes? Uh, if you have diabetes. What is, uh, does, no, should you, okay, I think I got that all wrong. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that we looked that up. <laughs> yeah, they get insulin from sweet potatoes, guys. Where does insulin come from? Is it like from pigs or something? Uh. Insulin is a hormone made by beta cells in our pancreas. I know, but oh, okay. How do we? Okay. How do we make insulin? Thank you. It comes right up. 
Uh, scientists make insulin by inserting a gene that codes for insulin protein into either, either yeast or bacteria. These organisms become mini biofactories and start to split out the protein, which can be harvested and purified. Uh, Breaking must ask Twitter users whether Trump should go back on Twitter. I say, fuck yeah. Bring that. He's the funniest person on Twitter. Like, the dude's fucking half, half, half cognizant half the time. Like, let's just fucking let him go. Let him go. <laughs> yes, bring him back. What do you think? What do you guys think? Should Trump be back and start shit? You think he's going to start more riots? <laughs> I don't even think he started a riot. It's just fucking... It's just... Anyways, we're not going to talk about that. We were talking about Trump earlier and how funny he is, um, even though he's a fucking... I, I can't stand him as a human. He's just a terrible human being and not a great president. But the great thing about him was that he was funny. And he told people like, like Hillary Clinton that uh, he'd put her in jail. I reckon he won't get to run. Well, he's running, but... Um, I know that they were bringing up those, um, the Mar-a-Lago raid. They ended up coming to the conclusion that he wasn't trying to sell nuclear secrets or the codes to the Russians. Rather, he was taking them for trophies. <laughs> That's what the FBI concluded, is that he took those documents because they're mine. They have my name on them. <laughs> I saw Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro does an okay uh impression of trump um and he was like they're mine <laughs> they have my name uh pharmaceutical companies are the doctors that say look no hands during the protest exam <laughs> oh the prostate exam <laughs> i'm gonna get my prostate checked out um i i think that trump should be back on twitter even though i think he's not great person i i, I do think that uh fucking let the fucking open the floodgates let them all on uh he also announced today elon musk announced today that um freedom of speech is not freedom of reach that's what he said and that they're going to be burying hate speech and and it'll be uh and it'll keep the advertisers away from the hate speech so trump equals fart in the uk so appropriate it's so appropriate i just want to have I just want the content. It's the content that's great. Just leave, leave like presidential power out of it. Let's just the content. It's the content. I mean, do we have to watch him saying he'll send Hillary Clinton back? Oh, here's here's fucking Hunter Biden smoking crack in a float tank. Donald fart. But John Trump apparently stole some documents from Nikola Tesla, which is Trump's uncle. Which is very interesting because he, I guess they got their documents that said that um, that had the the death ray on it or the death beam is what he called it the death beam. So, anyways, getting back to the story, I know we kind of took a very wide uh, wide uh, turn there, but uh, so getting back to this guy. Uh, Tumaj Salahi was arrested. Now he's facing death because of the content of his lyrics and that he's encouraging people to protest. And isn't it 
Isn't it cool that at least we can protest in this country without being murdered in the streets for the most part? I mean, you know, uh, people get murdered in the streets for pro in, in protest all the time. But I'm just saying, at least it's not a widespread thing. I mean, it's so bad over there that they're talking about rounding up 15,000 people and putting them into death to just sort of squash this shit. Oh, yeah, you mentioned him. <laughs> I did mention him. So, uh, we'll watch this uh, CNN. And CNN, I, I can barely stomach, but sometimes they say things. Uh, CNN and even Wikipedia is all propaganda. It's all propaganda. Say he was arrested along with two friends in a violent raid on Sunday. His uncle tells CNN they have information he was tortured. We still do not know anything about Tomaj's health or condition. The family tried hard to even hear his voice. No one has given us any information. We don't know if all of Tomaj and his friends are alive or not. And by the way, guys, trigger warning coming up here. It's not like dead bodies or anything, but it's a little disturbing. It's showing him in like a blindfold. So if you guys don't have the stomach for that, just look away for a minute. We want to know what happened to our boys and what torture has the Islamic government given them. This short edited clip released on state media Wednesday claims to show Tumaj expressing remorse. Outraged Iranians say it's a statement made under duress. His uncle and others believe it's not even Tumaj. The underground rapper has been a rebel for years, fighting repression through his politically charged lyrics, speaking out against corruption, poverty and impunity. He was briefly arrested last year, but this time is different. Best episode of 24 ever. <laughs> Shut up, <Louis>. <laughs> The regime struggling to contain the national uprising is unleashing all its brutal tactics. Thousands have been arrested, more than a thousand of them indicted, many protesters accused of waging war against God and corruption on earth, facing the death penalty in what human rights groups say are sham trials. Many fear the ruthless republic will hand Tumaj and others the harshest of sentences to make them an example to those who dare to dissent. Tumaj's mother was a political prisoner. She has passed away a long time ago. If my sister was still alive, she would have become Tumaj's voice. The same as I am Tumaj's voice. The same as many who are on the streets are the voice of Tumaj. A voice they've tried to silence, now louder and more powerful than ever. Um, and if you don't believe your God statement, uh, Iran will soon be a population of three after they've executed Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's, that's the horrible thing about it is that it's, um, and here's the thing. It's hard to know because Iran has been. They, they've been on the U.S. radar for a long time for invasion, right? And we just love to spread democracy across the world. Uh, we need more Obama bombs. Well, I think that's... It's probably going to go there eventually. I don't know how it will happen. I mean, we're, we're already sending almost $100 billion to Ukraine. 
And, uh, you know, China's going to invade Taiwan any day now and Russia and BRICS. If you guys don't know what BRICS is, that's a real fun thing. They're trying to dethrone the petrodollar and send us into fucking chaos. Yeah, Lindsay Perlman was found dead. Uh, I think it's, uh, what's her name, Perlman's daughter? Uh, is that Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman's daughter? Now we got to go look at this. <laughs> We'll come back to this. ADHD is kicking in, obviously. Uh, Lindsay Perlman, she's a television actress. Lindsay Perlman, an actress known for her work on television. Empire was found dead today, 30. Whose daughter? Is she like a daughter or somebody? Perlman's friends and family are reported. Oh, maybe she's not. Graduate of Second City. Oh, she was in Second City. She's a comedian or um, an improver. Anyways, well, there you go. Lindsay Perlman. Bob Saget died of blunt head. <laughs> Stop reading the side articles. <laughs> the blunt is killing me. <laughs> so I'm actually interested in this dude's... Uh, as many as 14,000 people in Iran have been arrested, including journalists, activists, and lawyers, and educators during the protests and have rocked the country since September, uh, according to the United Nations official. So... All this is sparked by Masha Amini's death. She was murdered for not wearing her hijab. And um, now it's crazy what they're doing over there. Uh, uh, they're actually shaving their head in protest. Yeah, more options. Reject all. Get the fuck out of here. So Irani, uh, uh, Iranian, Iranian women are shaving their heads in protest of Masha Amini's death. Uh, I felt extreme and insoluble pain and misery. These are the words of just one Iranian woman who spoke to Dazed uh, about the ongoing protests currently engulfing Iran. All the all in the name of Masha Imani, Ama, Amini, Amini, the 22-year-old Kurdish woman, also known as Gina Amini. Yes, we know that story. Um, so they're they're uh, they're shaving their head. They're not wearing their hijabs. They're going around hitting like officials hats off their heads have you guys seen those videos they're just running around hitting people's hats off their head and running away it's really crazy they should start <laughs> stop <laughs> uh... all right no comment um wait, let's see um Iran protesters knocking hats off. Let's just see if it comes up. Yeah, here we go. Look at this. <laughs> She's so funny. Watch. Boom! <laughs> Watch that again. Boom, bitch! Look, he's mad. Boom, bitch! <laughs> he knocked that motherfucker's hat off. <laughs> the campaign is believed to have been launched in part. Oh, I haven't even been reading this shit. I've just been laughing. Videos of people knocking turbans off men's heads are being widely shared in Iran. It's okay. Dave Chappelle tried to cancel me once. Really? <laughs> How dare he? Uh, Sly Stallone missed uh, missed a trick. He did. Um. The campaign is believed to have been launched by in as part of recent protests. 
against the government and the religious establishments. Look at him. Boom! Bye! And they're all just yelling at this dude. Damn. Listen, I'm not encouraging anybody to go do this, all right? <laughs> Please, nobody, if you see a turban on somebody's head, do not knock it off their head. All right? I'm just saying, I'm sure it's horribly offensive. Uh, but, you know, they got to do with it. The, they're trying to get attention. It, it, I respect this more than those dipshits like gluing themselves to Porsche's floor or, or trying to ruin works of art by throwing soup on it or whatever the fuck they're doing. They're not doing anything for the environment. Nothing. Nothing. You're doing nothing for the environment. And even if we did, even if we did, we, we brought America to zero on, on carbon emissions... China, fucking China is going, they, they, they don't give a fuck over there. And I'm not saying Chinese people are bad. I'm not. I, Chinese people are beautiful, wonderful people. But I am saying that the CCP doesn't give a fuck about the environment. <laughs> okay, so it's just a fact, baby. Soup plus art equals art. It equals ridiculous bullshit. That's what it is. But this I can get behind. Knock some motherfucking turbans off. Get some attention that way. Just don't get caught. Turbans are generally worn by clerics in Iran. And the trend received criticism online. I bet. I bet a lot of people are like pissed off. Uh, just as we, Mohammed, just as we strongly condemn pulling the veil from the head of any woman, we also condemn forcing the veil on people's heads. We also condemn insulting the clerics' turban. Look, this is, this is, super super disrespectful and and i wouldn't and i'm not suggesting this but i do understand that people are frustrated over there uh and you know i i at least i i can i can see how they're frustrated you have years of oppression especially for women i mean it, it's, it's 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 not it's not cool um so it's it's not cool man so don't do that it's not cool to oppress women <laughs> Uh, wow, I'm just the worst. Um, what else you got? What else you got besides this fancy music? Uh, knocking off turbans is extremely ugly and it's not acceptable at all because the cleric who that cleric who was walking and you knock his turban off is a citizen just like you and I. And it's true, and, and so I can see how people can be pissed off because you know. These are respected people in the community. Not all these people are, you know, against them personally. It's not like each of these people are like, oh, we hate these protesters, which I'm sure a lot of them do. But it's true. They're all citizens. So I, I get why people are upset. I, I, can, I, can, I can see it. Come on, move faster, stupid. Oh shit, now they're burning their hijabs. Since the death of a young woman in custody, protests have continued across uh, Iran. I wouldn't mess with anyone if I could get if I could get stoned to life. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh not that I do it, my dude. <laughs> it's like punching a priest. I mean, punching a priest, I feel like is probably less offensive. I feel like you can shit all over Christianity all you want, um, and no one is going to care. 
obviously there's a there's a few other uh, religions that you can't touch, can't touch it. Um, you know, which is fair, I guess. Uh, but Christianity, fuck Christians, I guess. <laughs> fuck them all. No, I don't. No, I, I have nothing against anybody's religion. Like, whatever, wherever you find guidance to be a good person, that's great. Can't touch this. Um, I mean, if you can find, if you can find direction in life that, that makes you happy and you find community and you find, you know, people who, that you love to be around and it's a good place to be, that, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. People need that. Can't cook fish. Uh, so, uh, you know, nothing against religion. It's just there are certain religions that can be a bit regressive when it comes to women's rights. Um, but, I mean, what's, what, what you know, like the, that conservative idea of of you know, wearing the hijab and, and being fully clothed, when you look at the opposite end of the spectrum, you see people half naked and, you know, it's interesting how many people, how many women on OnlyFans suffer from severe mental health that's been only um, exacerbated by their profession. There's a lot. There's a lot of women on YouTube. There's a lot of people who are just like, man, you're giving away something that's private. And again, I'm all for women's rights, but I'm just trying to look at it for how other people look at it. There is something, uh, there is something nice about having, uh, you know, like if you're a married woman and you're with your husband and, and their body is just for their husband, there's something beautiful about that as well. Um, I just, uh, you know, it's weird that some Middle Eastern countries just, you know, women don't get to drive. And it's just interesting, you know, it's interesting just what different cultures, different religions and stuff require of their people. So, you know, I get it, but there has to be some kind of middle ground, I think. I mean, and the fact that, you know, if you want to, live that lifestyle that's perfectly okay it's it's fine you know like it, it should be you should have the freedom to live a, a conservative lifestyle in this manner and you should have the freedom to live the only fans style of living too you know or instagram ladies style or instagram dudes or instagram days whatever the whole thing uh so i don't know there's a lot of women on youtube <laughs> There is a lot of women. Autocorrect really changed uh, death to life. I see you twist. <laughs> That's interesting. Do they, is that what they're doing automatically? Are they just automatically changing shit? That's wild. That is wild. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's, it, it is interesting. It is interesting. Um, um, mental effects of sex workers i mean it, it's tolling sex work is tolling and they're hard workers evidence previous studies indicate that women in sex work may experience high burden of mental illness especially mood disorder suicidal ideation uh post-traumatic stress disorder the burdens that correlate 
with it. Women involved in sex work face disproportionate social and health inequality uh, inequities compared to the general population, including high rates of violence, poor sexual health, and vulnerabilities to HIV. In comparison to the growing body of research, HIV sex work analysis of mental health women's sex work remains sparse and are limited to only a few studies from urban settings, Europe, North America. Um, and that's, that's talking about prostitution. Um, you know, we're not even talking about just OnlyFans. Um, mental effects of... How OnlyFans changed sex work forever. There's nothing empowering about the sex work on OnlyFans. Let's just read through this, shall we? <laughs> uh, I mean, there, it is weird because when you think about it, is women's empowerment of showing their body is mostly beneficial to men. Um, it seems. It seems that mostly men get the benefits of a woman who shows their body off or sells their body. Um, it's interesting how some of these feminist movement really do benefit men. Um, but again, I'm all about freedom. I'm all about women. Do your thing. If you want to shake your titties on Instagram or on OnlyFans, get your shit get your money boo get your money i'm just trying to look at things you know from different sides i tried to show my body on my stream lost followers <sighs> i don't know why onlyfans.com is the latest kid on new the latest kid on the block to be billed as a safe consequence free way of selling sex and homegrown porn that empowers women the social media site is similar to instagram but users paid to subscribe to the creator's feed uh the top earners of Oh, on OF are women whose subscribers are male these men pay between five to twenty pounds a month uh, to view images considered too pornographic for Instagram. Subscribers can also direct message women and pay tips to get personalized videos or photos depending on the individual's sexual taste. OF is a huge uh, money machine and is doing extremely well during... And, is doing extremely well during the COVID-19 lockdown. It has it now has around 17.5 million users worldwide and over 70,000 content creators who has received over 150 million dollars or 119 million pounds since its launch. Content providers keep 80% of their income while the company takes the remaining 20%. That's better than fucking that's better than Twitch. I'm in the wrong business, y'all. OnlyFans is a, is a wank fest. Well, what else? Why, what, yeah, duh. Personalized wank. Um, years after the sites like Pornhub began streaming free videos, OF is putting the money back into porn. <laughs> Finally. OF subscriptions base model has led some to claim that it is somehow empowering women. Outlets like the New York Times say it's put... It has put X-rated entertainment in the hands of its entertainers and means content creators perform fewer sex acts. Uh, others think that because OF has reduced physical sexual exploitation, it does not put women in danger. 
Uh, but based on the experiences of women who use OF, it's clear that the service is far from safe. I mean, I, I can get on that. I mean, I would rather if, okay, if my mother was a sex worker, I would rather her be on OF than, than out in the streets where risk is horrible, you know, there's, it's unmitigated risk, right? Like you're just out and, and you're at the whim of whatever wild ass person pulls up and that's super dangerous. Personalized wank. You got the, uh, you only have so much hair to wax. Mikey. <laughs> that's true. And it's all, and I'm losing it up here. So it's, but I got plenty of, I got plenty of like taco meat. I don't know if you can see that shit. Hold on. Oops. Look, I'm about to I'm about to start selling my chest hair. Look at that. Look at that taco meat, baby. Yeah, you like that, huh? Now subscribe. <laughs> uh so many of these people are paid to reenact the sexual fantasies of male subscribers and are told by private messages exactly what they are expecting from each post. I have not been asked to dress as a schoolgirl and pretend to masturbate myself, says Eloise, who is a content creator on OnlyFans. Once I was told to tie a rope around my neck and pretend to choke, there are some real weirdos out there. Now, we're not here to kink shame. But if you want to watch someone choking from a rope while you wank it, like, I mean, there is something violent in there. I don't, it's something really violent and weird about that. And I don't want kink shame, but it's, it's a little weird. I mean, I've definitely been into, like, choking a little bit, you know, but not, I mean, not like, like, aggressive. Like, the lady was like, hey, choke me a little. And I'm like, okay. And then, and I was like, choke me. Now you can choke me. And it's like, it's funny because women take that shit way too far. I feel like dudes, they can get into a moment. But I feel like as a dude, if you have at least control over your body in some ways, you're not going to take it so far where they're like, <laughs> you know, it's unless you're like kind of fucked up and that's what you're going for. Or if you guys are both into that kind of thing, you know, I, it just has to be mutual and consensual. So and I have no problem with what they're doing, but, but if it, it's fucked up how women will take it to the next level, like they'll be like, slap me, slap me. And you'll give <laughs> you know, a little slap. And then, and then they'll be like, I'm going to slap you. <gasps> you know, and it's, I got hit in the side of the head so hard once that it rang my fucking bell. I'm like, God damn. Like I lost my boner. Like, I lost my boner inside the, the woman because she hit me so fucking hard. I was like, that's not sexy. It's not sexy to get your fucking bell rang while you're trying to nut. Like, I'm, so, it's not fun. True that. Safer online than in IRL. It is. Uh, I'd pay for Reina's laugh when she... Re oh, dude, she thought that shit was so funny. She is... She's, she's sick. She's sick. She's sick reject all get the fuck out of here no i don't want to subscribe i don't give a fuck 
Um, Claudia signed up for OF six months ago because she had been told how much money she could make from tips from men who wanted to look at dirty pictures. It was very clear to me that it was a porn site, Claudia told me when I spoke to her on WhatsApp. The advantage for me was that it wasn't going to be something like Pornhub. I know girls that have ended up on there and it's gross. I thought I might get a better class of perv if I signed up for OnlyFans and that I would be pretty anonymous. Claudia then discovered that her, one of her main clients had made a pornographic meme out of one of her topless photographs and posted it on a porn site. He actually sent it to me all proud. I tried to complain to OF, but I've never heard anything back. I emailed them five times. In the end, I gave up and deleted my account. Each subscriber paid me $10 a week, and after the cut of OF, I was left with eight. Uh, I needed to get as many subscribers as possible so I could pay my rent, which means posting new images all day, every day, says Claudia, and agreeing to do more and more explicit stuff. In the end, I felt exhausted and degraded and canceled my membership. So that's what I'm hearing. Like, you have to do this. <laughs> Rupture. Yeah, exactly. Huh? What? My um, that's what I'm hearing, right? Like, it's like you're constantly putting up naked pictures of yourself, doing more and more weird stuff that people want to see you do. I mean, this is how you get, you know, people to stay because you want people to subscribe and you want them to keep coming back. It's all about the comeback, baby. Just, it's all about the comeback. Like any good drug dealer will tell you the first one's free. And though, although on OF, it's not the first one's not free, but it's all about the comeback. You want people to come back and keep buying the product. The site is not vaguely sanitized or sanitized version of sex work. There is no evidence that the women who use the site can be vulnerable to scams. I have heard firsthand from two women who have had money withheld by the site administrators. And although they complained repeatedly, never received their remuneration. Why? Why are they using that word? Uh, it, it's just like, I went to fucking Oxford. Ugh. I got a comeback joke, but I'll have to whisper. <laughs> okay, whisper away, my friend. But despite the badly pub bad publicity uh, from the data dump, increasing numbers of young hard-up women are drawn to the site as a way to make lots of money. One content producer, Lan, I don't know how that has revealed how she earned a fortune from selling naked pictures and explicitly or sexually explicit videos of herself online. Having dropped out of her degree course, she claims she made around three thirty thousand pounds every month. God damn! See now that's the that's motivation, right? If you're making thirty fucking grand a month, you're probably gonna just show your titties. I mean, you gotta show it. But it is, but but you are giving yourself away a bit. There is something that you're giving, right? There's something that you're losing. And it's fine. Again, more power to the ladies. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is this? You sub and it's every month? No wonder it's costing me a fortune. Bro, tell me about it. I have researched a campaign. Oh, wait, hold on. I've researched and campaigned against the global sex trade and traveled around the world to write a book on commercial commercial sexual exploitation. I know prostitution when I see it, and no type of sanitized language is just uh, is uh, language to describe it changes what it is. OF has function called stripped for tip. 
has a function called strip for tip and during a live video the more money subscribers send to the provider the more clothes she is required to take off then there's the girlfriend experience of offers men the opportunity to pay providers for a day or however long to behave as if they are on a real date via message voice notes send instructions as to what requires his girlfriend it's not surprising that this leads to reports of subscribers becoming obsessed with the going on with and going on to stalk the women they follow on OF. Last month, it was reported that a 21-year-old woman in Australia who posted explicit content on OF was followed and harassed by a man uh, who went on to leak her personal information online. Uh, I, so far, I'm not hearing anything horrible. I mean, these are all things that come with the territory. I like, I don't know. I heard from another woman about being sexually harassed by a subscriber after she rejected his pleas to meet up in real life. He ended up tracking down my real name and mobile number, she told me, and put up a fake advert on a porn site. The young woman was soon deluged with deluged with dozens of calls and messages from men before she was forced to change her number. Whilst the money pours in to OF and young, broke, and often vulnerable women are drawn to this sanitized version of prostitution, men that subscribe have found yet another platform to treat women a little more than their own personalized sex toy. The COVID-19 pandemic has resulted in a number of brothel closures in the countries, in the in countries that have uh, legalized prostitution because of the high risk. Okay. Julie Bindel. I think I've heard of her before. I've heard of Julie Bindel. Bindel. She. English radical radical feminist writer. She is also co-founder of Law. I think she's like one of those hated feminists. Is she Ben what? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't pay to see any Lass or Lanshire urge. Probably covered in pies. I, I don't. I don't understand your weird English talk. Talk talk English, Wooby. Not English, not England, English, not UK. I need real shit. The spectator is a right wing rag. Ah, yes, I see. I see now. So Julia Bendel is probably considered what a um, a um, what do they call what are they calling Dave Chappelle? Uh, a f feminist against trans. What are those? I can't remember what they call them. A terp or a trip or a terp. I don't know. Um, let's see. She also co-founded a law a group, Justice for Women, which is aimed at helping women who have been persecuted for assaulting or killing of violent male partners. Hmm. A genius. <laughs> Stop. That's not. Uh, what? What is Justice for Women? Police and women emerge at large. It's interesting. It's interesting that, you know, lesbians will get marked as hate. They'll call lesbians hate for standing up for women's rights and stuff. But that's a conversation I don't care to have. Uh, anyways, so back to this. 
So, you know, I see the point of like taking honor and there's there's a bit of honor that goes into covering one's body. Um, there's more to it. Uh, my 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 brother-in-law is actually uh, is Muslim, and um, you know I'm always asking questions. I'm always like, is that okay? Is it cool? Like especially when it comes to his wife, I don't ever want to like overstep any boundaries that I'm just not even aware of. So I'm always asking, is it is it cool if I give her a ride home? Like I don't know. <laughs> so I just you know I I always want to be respectful of people's uh, you know people's beliefs and stuff and and you know again there's nothing wrong with it i think there's honor and there's beauty in it and there's also you know boss bitches out there who are showing titties on of and i i feel like you know if you can own it and if you can get past whatever that is that does sort of drive women in that field to depression and suicide and stuff like that if you can own it and you know where it's coming from and you can put it in the proper place in your mind i think you know more power to you but the problem is that you got a lot of vulnerable young women who are sort of uh suffering from mental health because of what they're doing and what they're putting out there so whatever is it a terp turf it's a turf it's a turf. That's what they call them. Turfs. All right. Anyways, let's. So going on. So hijabs are a huge deal in Iran and women are by law required to wear them. And uh, so a lot of women are over there burning their shit and doing all kinds of stuff that they don't like over there. So let's keep moving on. Okay. Videos have shown. Wait a second. What did it say? Videos have shown Iranian security forces beating protesters. Three hundred people have been killed, and members of security forces. Iran says about a thousand people are being put on trial over the protests. Look at this. That's wild, man. That's crazy. People are pissed off. Keep fighting, ladies. I'm sending them all the strength and power. All right, those videos of Afghanistan in the 70s. Yeah, I mean, look at... I mean, even Iran in the 70s was crazy, dude. Iran in the, in the 70s. Even Iran was like movie theaters and shit. Look at this. Persia. Iran in the early 70s. Look at these guys. They're all in their suits and shit. Oh, I guess they still have hijabs. By a long and noble history, that as long as I live, my motto will ever be God, my emperor. An underground irrigation channel invented by the. Look at Tehran. This is Iran. Wow, that's beautiful. That's great restoration. That's wild. Iran, a country brimming with energy, exploding with construction and development, a dynamic state with a thriving capital.
watch Bitter Lake. Look at this. Women in bikinis. Long-haired hippies. Iran, a unique endeavor. Look at this. The hippies dancing. Casinos? Are those casinos? What the fuck? In an age when so many monarchies perished, a Mohammad Reza Shah had ascended to the throne, Iran still adheres to her constitutionalist traditions, with the oldest constitution oh, in all Asia. Crown, man. <laughs> I, I always, I'm always get weird whenever I see like robes and crowns and stuff, and it was because I see, I grew up within the church, right? Like, there's always weird hats and gold thread and weird incense and shit like it's all to like build this idea of 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 a power structure right good lighting fucking good sound these halls that are built for speaking people wearing these gold things it's just it's too much theater for me i don't like it it's not really that looks so different than nowadays yeah it's wild they also have pre-Egyptian megaliths. What? Jesus Christ. So what, they had like ancient people and shit too over there? Man, I want to check out that Graham Hancock doc, uh, docuseries that's on Netflix, but we just canceled Netflix because it has fucking ads now. So fuck you, Netflix. I'll just pirate your shit, allegedly. She still remains a monarchy. Symbol of the new role of women in Muslim Iran is the active participation of Farah, the Shabanu, in representing the dynasty, the state. She's in charge of whole sectors of national life, particularly in the fields of social activities, art, and culture. Nerd flirts. Look at it. They're just hanging out. Talking to dudes, getting laid. Living that life. And see if they want to wear hijabs and cover their faces up, it was totally cool too. Oh, really? You guys get a day off because they crowned Prince Charles or King Charles? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, good for you guys. Good for you. I wonder what old Andrew is doing today. <laughs> I've heard so many horrible things about that guy, about how he was such a rude, terrible person, and that he was the queen's favorite, and that's why he was so unhinged and just like out there banging underage girls on Pedo Island with Jeffrey Epstein. Put on your crown. I'm waiting for the awesome. But yeah. Yeah, because everybody had the mod haircuts and they're in short little skirts in Iran. They're, they're in Tehran, just like. The hearts of the Persians are still in the ruins of Persepolis, the wow. ancient capital built in 520 BC by Darius, 230 years later burned by Alexander of Macedonia. In 1971, Iran celebrates her 2,500th birthday as a nation, as a state, and as a monarchy. The oldest monarchy in the world with the youngest dynasty. Wow. But looking back to the empire of Cyrus, of Darius, of Xerxes. Wow. Queen's favorite. Yes. Um, Andrew was the queen, is the, well, was the queen's favorite. Now she's gone. 
R.I.P. the Queen. Um, yeah, that that that's what I heard. That's just things I've heard. There's no confirmation, but apparently he was the Queen's favorite, and he just was allowed to get away with everything. Wow, so they're at like these ancient ruins and women are just wearing like scarves, like it's it's very westernized. No nobody's required to do anything. It's very very modern dress from the 70s. Imagine having a bag, that old bag. Having to bag that old bag. I think streams are starting to kick in! <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be like Mike Tyson. You're gonna start yawn. I think I'm out of. I don't think I have any more shrooms. I ate them all. I had so many for at one time. I mean, allegedly. Never mind. All right. So you guys get it. She has kind of a thicky. Like these Iranian chicks are fucking hot, yo. I want to see some more, like, 70s Iranian kids. That's so funny, you guys. They just give out shrooms for prizes. <laughs> That's how it was in Cali with weed. Oh, I'll be your Graham Hancock. I'll be your Graham, Hock, Graham Hancock, baby. We can take away the pain. Oh, uh, I do want to watch that, though. What's that called? Ancient Civilizations would like me to execute baby. What? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> that got weird. Uh, okay, so no more hot Iranian ladies. Damn it. Now it's just all a bunch of bullshit. So that is crazy how much has changed. I mean, you think about Afghanistan, too, for the last 20 years, they have sort of lived. There was this renaissance of art and young ladies. There's a whole generation of young ladies who were going to school, going to college, you know, getting, you know, getting educated. And it was... Uh, and and just because Joe Byron and he's just like fucking him out, which you know I don't know what was a better way to do it. Maybe there was a better way. I don't know, but they ended our occupation there, and then immediately the Taliban came and it literally, there's women, there's young women who are just like their lives are ruined because now they have to they're in their you know their hijabs and stuff like that and. They're not allowed to go to college. They're not allowed to do shit anymore. I couldn't imagine growing up in like a like a very free society just to have it all ripped away. I mean, that could happen here. People don't think so, but it can happen here. Just the right environment, the right kind of economic crash. We blame somebody. Some religious zealots takes power or something I must have had a flashback because I still hear the music. Oh, shit. 
Is foreign intervention not a pro <laughs> probable? Uh, pro uh, well, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so that's what's interesting. So I want to go back to Homeboy here, Tumaj, because then we're going to get into more of what is happening kind of in this foreign intervention. So, so this is his last post. And I don't know. So he says, continuation of nationwide strikes depends on our continued presence on the streets. We deserve a free and happy Iran. We are the owners of this land, Iran family. Let's build our Iran together. Our right and our children of this land is freedom, happiness, and liberation. Now, is Iran on the... Is Iran part of the the world uh, um, uh, part of the World Bank, or do they have their own currency? Iran. Because we've been wanting to invade that place for a long time. Oh, so they are part of the World Bank now. Yeah. Okay. So. Iran is part of the World Bank. So there was a time when I thought they were trying to start their own currency, but uh, the people of any country are entitled to self-determine. Hey, that's nice. I like that. Um, the peoples of any country are entitled to self-determination. I agree, but not in, not in some countries. Not in Iran. <laughs> Shit ain't happening in Iran, bro. <laughs> Especially if you're a lady. Um, so... I want to. Um, My name is Frank, and I am a registered Republican. Oh, Those who deny the election are a danger to our democracy. Fuck. Yeah, it's always danger to our democracy. Every day, every day is a fucking danger to our democracy. All right, buddy. Every fucking day. Um. Uh, to own a handgun legally, exactly. Um, and I know a lot of people don't like those guns, but man, I, I, I'm appreciative of that idea that we can, we are armed country, even though there's a lot of violence that comes with these, these horrible death machines, but an armed country is at least has a fighting chance, uh, against tyranny and, and, you know, outside influences capturing our governments and turning on their citizens all those things don't bring a rock to a spear fight yeah it keeps going up and up or keep you can drill down on that one forever huh so um so here we are we deserve free happy iran and let's rebuild it so this is the rapper right here uh tumaj um, and I just want to go through these comments. This is his last, his last post he made before he was arrested. I would die f uh, for your feet that they say breaking it. I hope it is a lie. Good boy of Iran, my dear brother, a good man of the homeland. I leave you to God. Long, long live Tamaj. For God's sake, stay alive. You should be the liberation of the, uh, you should see the liberation of this country. I just, I'm waiting for somebody to jump in being like, you guys should just be traditional and stop fighting. He will live and see freedom, and we will see the great celebration of Freedom Day. Hmm. Uh, martyr. Oh, shit. 
I don't want that would suck if he's a martyr. Isn't Tomaj arrested? So how did they close her page? What? Um admin outside Iran. Yeah, I mean you can just hack people's pages. Uh previously he said that if I get arrested, my page will not be closed because he had a trusted admin abroad. That's interesting. Um, before his arrest, the trusted person of Tomaj gave a hand it, that if he was arrested, he would stay on the podium to be the voice of the Iranian people until now that we are torturing him. Now they are torturing him. One of the main reasons is that they took away the password of Twitter and Instagram pages from him, but so far they could not. Mm. Interesting. I don't know what he's saying in here, so it's not even going to be worth us watching it because what the fuck? I don't speak whatever they speak. I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> I can barely speak English. Um, so, uh, yeah, hopes and prayers for Tamaj, and I hope he comes out of this alive. It's, you know, music and revolution and, and social change and art. They've always traveled in the same same crowds so i'm always going to support that but it's so interesting that i saw that the cia has decided to start getting involved in this because they want to keep open lines of communication so they want to help with the communication with the with the protesters because they're shutting down uh the internet so people can't communicate it's how they did in the Arab Spring back, you know, in 2013, right? They shut down the internet and blackout. Twitter, interestingly enough, was a uh, was a conduit for organization. And so um, I believe that's what they're doing over there. And so the CIA wants to help, guys. The CIA wants to help everybody. I feel like America's been eyeballing Iran for a long, long time. Um, where is that article? Damn it, I had an article and now I don't know where it's at. Hold on. Where's my phone at? Oh, oh here it is. Um... Let me see if I can find this article. I might not have sent it over. Um, oh, yeah. Where's this at? How did I miss all this shit? Here, I gotta go. Not everyone can handle a farm. Um, let's see. Oh, Wooby. <laughs> you Brits. You Europeans are so against it. Let's not arm anyone. That way you become an enemy of the state and make things worse. Listen. Let me just say something. <laughs> Again. I would rather be in an armed country that we face violence, random acts of violence all the time, than be an unarmed country where they can just go ahead and fucking push you around, tell you what to do. And, um, I mean, I, I don't understand. I, I don't not understand. I don't expect people from other countries to understand the stance of people in pro-gun here because you guys have been living under such tyranny 
and and you just choke on our freedom. You you don't understand our freedom. It just it chokes you. <laughs> we Brits don't understand this gun thing in the U.S. I know, I know, and I don't expect you guys to. I don't expect anyone to understand that because, well, I don't expect anyone who who doesn't have access to guns like that. I I, I don't, you know, I, I I get that it's a foreign idea, but don't you guys get like a bunch of stabbings all the time over there? Like you guys get, you guys have knives over there. It doesn't stop people from murdering people in Britain. You guys, there's tons of stabbings. Like, hasn't stabbings gone, like, crazy in the UK? Stabbings up in UK. Not Ukraine, UK. Ten charts of rise of knife crime in England and Wales. I mean, you guys have fucking... People are just out there sticking each other. (laughs) The thing about... There's not, like, a bunch of mass stabbings, though, right? We've been having bouts of stabbings. Yeah, can- Canada has been having stabbings. It's uh, it's you know, people are gonna murder each other whether or not you you take away a firearm. Oh shit, you guys can't. Even Sorry. Yeah, I mean, ten charts of rising knife crime. Look at this. 2019 i wonder where it's at now where is it at now holy shit where is it at now like i bet it just jumped double uh walk out the front door and a wolf has your goat by its neck what do you do you stab it naders (laughs) you go out and stab that motherfucker (laughs) the right to bear arms made sense in the 18th century but not now again it, it always makes sense to be armed I mean, especially if you do live in the wilderness, you know, there's some people out there who live in the middle of nowhere. You need a gun. But I, I do think it, it, it's just one of those things, man. Like most other countries, when you're when you're thinking about like taking over a country, they mostly fear our citizens because we're armed. Because these rebel groups have done it before. You can organize and you can fucking be very powerful against outside forces or internal forces. I just, I'm not, I'm for it, man. Even if I don't even have a gun, I don't care. I'm for it. Like, I, I really do stand by the the gun thing. But hey, I don't think the bears will be too happy if you take their arms. You're right, Noodle. You're right. There's another reason. I have legs. I blame drill. <laughs> In any case, um, you know, we're talking about guns here. I don't even have a gun. I'm fucking, well, I know. Um, damn it. There, I have this, let me see, brave. Oh, Okay. So, I found this article, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't know if it's misinformation or what, but let's, let's see it, let's do it, um, because I keep finding these CIA, um, links to this whole, this whole mess in Iran right now, and, like, I want to believe that there's a revolution for women's rights, and that they're 
you know, they're fighting a good cause. And maybe they are, but also the CIA has this great thing of never letting a good tragedy go to waste. So I'm just wondering how much of this, and it's no big surprise that CIA has done this before. I think, I mean, I mean, we've, we, we always go over there. We go to these different countries and we overturn the government. We install our own puppet government and bada boom, bada bing. Right, we have access to resources and and their their citizens or whatever you know their work their work ants we have access to, which I'm not calling their citizens work ants, but that's how they're seen. Right, they're just cogs, they're they're battery packs expending energy, building stuff or making stuff for America or whatever it is. All right, hold on, I'm gonna do this. Now we're going to get in the weeds. <sighs> we're getting in the weeds now, y'all. Oh, yeah, and here's this one. Because these guys are... Copy pasta. And let's see. We're going to... I haven't been able to really go through all these articles, so... When is this? October 19th. What? All right. One more time. Copy. Copy pasta. Sorry, guys. I was supposed to have this already sent, but I suck. Self-sustainable life should be on everyone's list. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. But I'm not taking any steps to do that. So look at me go, world. All right, let me go over here, go over here. Oh, shit, Emily is fun, just tested positive for COVID. I guess she's not coming on the show, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys, Emily is fun is not going to be on the show on Monday due to COVID. <sighs> Work hard and never let someone take it away from you. Okay, so I don't know this fucking website is but it's called vt it's uncensored um uh, let's just see so riots in iran another cia coup attempt attempt so i don't know man it, it it is weird it is weird um and this article look at look at these guys cia expresses u.s commitment to back free flow of information in iran because they're so helpful Emily is fucked. <laughs> yes. That sucks. Uh, sh- never mind. Um, Kevin I don't Bar- know who this guy is. Veterans Today uh, joins us. Uh, so you have an incident that has happened here uh, in Iran, and uh, authorities have uh, given assurances, as we just said, uh, to have a thorough investigation done. This was in the past few days uh, that uh, uh, this uh, incident happened. But that doesn't justify... Uh, the way that some of the demonstrators have displayed themselves on the streets in terms of uh, uh, property being destroyed, ambulances being destroyed, and of course violence breaking out in the former manner that it did. Um, how, how do you assess the situation from the demonstrations and the response that Iranian uh, security forces have given so far? 
Well, I've been to Iran uh, many times, and one thing I noticed in Iran is that the security forces and authorities are much more relaxed uh, and friendly and easygoing than they are in much of the West. And of course, the worst is the United States, where I get on the airplane to fly to Iran, and um, with if, I'm lucky if I don't have very grim, oh, uh, nasty people sort of patting me down and groping my most private parts and being very okay. uh, obnoxious on, and rude and stuff. Um, it's probably a little too relaxed, frankly. Uh, and, and uh, likewise, the way that the uh, hijab restrictions are enforced is very, very loose. Uh, so, uh, wait hold the, on, wait a second. Is he saying that in Iran right now that the hijab restrictions are loose? Is that what he's saying? Like, what's happening? I don't know if we're wasting our time yet. I would love to give you a tour and hope you would find uh, would offer the same. At the end of the day, I'm still down the earth. Yeah, Nader's just just red blooded American, baby. This is how we are. Goddamn friendly as fuck. <laughs> Motherfucker. Where are you? He's in your closet. The picture we're getting here in the West right now is part of a propaganda operation. And that propaganda operation probably involves manipulating and inciting these rioters. And, and that's why I get so suspicious anytime I see CNN so hardcore or the New York Times or any of these news publications... Anytime they start pouring this information down our throats, it's on TikTok, right? Like, there's so many videos right now of people being like, you know, uh, prayers for Iran and like, we support Iran and, and all that stuff. So it's always very interesting. I, I always have to take a step back and like, why is this getting driven to our algorithms? Why is CNN and why it's, it's a very... Um, it's just very suspicious every time I see these mainstream publications talking and, and support and showing support because they're showing a, a, a bipartisan support, right? Not bipartisan. What? They're being a partisan support, right? They're, right now, the news right now is supporting these young people who are fighting for feminism and, and women's rights in Iran. And, 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 and I'm just wondering why they give a fuck. Why? What is this going to? Is this driving clicks? Is this something that was handed to them in some way? I mean, it's already we already know that the that the government was in cahoots with social media and media outlets during uh, the COVID, during the the latest presidential uh, elections and stuff. They're being TikTokers and influencers are being given what they're supposed to say so why are these people being told to say this or why are they choosing to cover this it's it, maybe it's true and maybe you know maybe there is a, a real revolution happening over there and maybe something you know real is happening there but you know i'm not trying to take away from that i'm just saying that we should always be questioning these fucking these outlets because they've they've obviously lied to us so much so much they've constantly lied to us constantly they've lied to us so always got to suspect these sons of bitches this reminds us of what happened uh back uh after uh former president Ahmadinejad was elected a little over a decade ago and the we, we had a weaponized uh color revolution 
being orchestrated out of the same Langley, Virginia, CIA-type forces that overthrew the Democratic uh, government under Mossadegh in 1953. And by now, they've gotten really good at using social media to create rent-a-mobs, a little bit like the rent-a-mobs they created in 1953 to overthrow the Iranian government uh, by way of their uh, bribing mobsters in South Tehran to bring a bunch of thugs and rioters into the streets. And now they can do it through social media. Mm. Uh, Gene Sharp led the uh, methodology to study for how to manipulate people and try to get uh, young disaffected, usually males, to uh, act out their testosterone impulses by manipulating them, by giving them certain kinds of images and cues and signals and symbols through social media. So we have to keep in mind that this is not just purely an internal Iranian affair, that undoubtedly these rioters have been egged on uh, in ways that they're probably even unaware of through uh, advanced uh, public relations or mind control techniques of the kind developed by Edward Bernays through the social media. The U.S. government is putting billions of dollars into these efforts to try to destabilize Iran, and I think we're seeing some of the results. Well, when you uh, talk about the way that outside interference is working here, um, it is uh, quite telling in terms of the way that they're using Who the fuck um, is Edward Bernays? I went to DCCL New York in August. Illinois, to me, is the Blues Brothers. Sure, there is more to it. Nope. That's about it. That's about it, whoops. Blues Brothers. And, and of course, uh, Chicago. Edward. That name is so... Bernays. Mind Control? Manipulation of the American Mind by Edward Bernays. Uh, the most interesting man in the world. Reach out and touch someone. Finger looking good. Such advertising slogans have become fixtures of American culture. And each year, millions now tune into the Super Bowl. Much for the ads as for the football. <sighs> Fucking Americans. God damn it. While no single person can claim exclusive credit for the ascendancy of advertising in American life, no one deserves credit more than the man most of us never heard of, Edward Bernays. I first encountered Bernays through an article I was writing on propaganda, and it quickly became quick clear that he was one of the 20th century's foremost salesmen of ideas. The fact that 20 years have uh, elapsed since the death provides a fitting opportunity to re-examine his legacy. Bernays pioneering public relations. Often referred to as the father of public relations, Bernays in 1928 published a seminal work, uh, Propaganda, in which he argued the public relations is not a gimmick, but it is, in, is necessary. Jesus. The conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits of opinions of the masses is an important element of a democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of the country. We are governed, our minds are molded, our tastes formed, and our ideas suggested, largely by men we have never heard of. It is they who pull the wires that controls the public mind. So this is, this is, this is, uh, this is, this is fucking, this is propaganda 101 right here. Like, I'm sure every CIA agent has to read this shit. 
Um, Bernays came by his beliefs honestly, born in Austria in 1891, the year Sigmund Freud published one of his earliest papers. Bernays, also Freud's nephew twice over, Jesus Christ, uh, his mother was Freud's sister, Anna, and his father, Ellery. L L Eli L Eli Jesus Eli Bernays was the brother of Freud's wife Martha. The year after his birth, the Bernays family moved. Okay, who gives a fuck? Um, having seen how effective propaganda could be during the war, Bernays wondered whether it might prove equally useful during peacetime. Yet, propaganda. Uh, yet propaganda had acquired a somewhat pejorative connotation, which would be further magnified during World War II. So this dude is fucking wild. All right. Naders, thank you so much for hanging out, man. We shit. It's been we're four hours deep. We we're gonna end this soon. All right, be well. Um, I'll I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Um, we'll be back. I'll be back on Monday, regardless of Emily uh, canceling. But still, um, have a good weekend, and I'll talk to y'all later. Talk to Nate. Talk to you later, Naders. Okay, so here's this one. See, uh, wait. I want to go back to that video. Methodologies to make sure that these demonstrations that just continue. Uh, now, these are not constructive demonstrations, and the the rhetoric that is being used from overseas is not towards uh, any type of uh, resolve that. Uh, would lead to any logical conversations about this or debates about this. We're seeing just uh, violence that is uh, indirectly and in a very discreet but yet smart way being uh, advocated. Many of these demonstrators, some are 14 years old, 15 years old. They don't know any better and they see what is being fed to them from uh, some of these satellite stations that are backed uh, uh, either directly or indirectly by some of these Western countries, Where's not to mention some of the Arab regimes. So uh, they're, they're being uh, somewhat provoked and then incited to go out on the streets. Um, how, how is it then that uh, Iran should react to, to that? Because it leads to really unfortunate instances of injuries, <laughs> property destruction. Will be, I know. I know. It's just, it's, yeah, I, I know. It's very light. And of course, uh, the unfortunate uh, uh, incidents of death that has occurred at this point, which, uh, you know, I'm not, I, I'm just trying to understand how it is that they're doing this from the outside without there being some condemnation on that and for them to stop that. Well, you know, the problem is that the same perpetrators who do this all over the world, the same perpetrators who overthrew the democratically elected government of Ukraine of Yanukovych in 2014 using these kinds of techniques, they uh, whipped up all kinds of uh, unrest and got crowds out on the streets using these patented CIA color revolution techniques. And then once they had the crowds on the streets, they brought in their special forces, their special operators to hide on rooftops and fire both at police and at crowds, making the crowds think the police were firing on them and uh, whipping them up into hysteria. Uh, and that's the same technique that was used to incite the Syrian civil war and destroy the nation of Syria, essentially, as well. They did exactly the same thing. They got the crowds in the streets. They brought in the American and U.S. paid special forces snipers to hide behind the rooftops and fire at the crowds, make the crowds think the police were firing at them, fire at the police, who now think the crowds are firing at them, and start a civil war. This is, uh, they've done it in, in dozens of countries. The U.S. has overthrown many dozens of governments using these techniques. So the Iranian response to this has to be first, I think, to explain, to, to put, put out the truth about this, to... No, I'm not doing Movember. I, 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 I'm a cook. I can't. 
I can't have a bunch of hair all over my face. And I just don't grow. I patchy. I got like I got Mexican fucking hair, facial hair. It sucks. It's all patchy. Repeatedly uh, publicize the methodologies used by the American Empire to try to overthrow governments it doesn't like. And then, secondly, the response needs to be very flexible, adroit, and uh, to not go too far in one direction or another at any given point. Not to go too far in terms of sort of backing off and letting them riot, uh, or which is what you Nukovic did, uh, or not to go too far in cracking down uh, in, in ways that can be portrayed as brutal and indeed often are brutal, as I think happened to some extent in Syria. Uh, so there has to be a sort of fine line and there has to be a very uh, a quick uh, response uh, that's tempered to the circumstances of the moment. But above all, getting the truth out about this is, is really a challenge. And in the Western media, we it's going to get buried. Anybody who wants to learn the truth about this can. They can read books, all kinds of academic books uh, describe how this stuff has, has been orchestrated all over the world. But the And I mean, that's what we do constantly. So you know, again, I feel like America's had its eye on Iran for a while, and it looks like we've already done a few coups over there, initiated a few coups. You know, I don't know if these people are telling the truth, uh, but it's always, again, it's always suspect anytime American media takes on the cause of another country, like the Ukraine. I mean, as things go on, just the other day on Twitter, um, they were calling uh, Zelensky a war criminal, or they were calling him or evil Zelensky, because it was ended up being a Ukrainian missile that was launched and landed in a Polish farmer's uh, yard and killing two people, and it ended up being a Ukrainian fucking missile. So, you know. People are starting, public opinion is starting to turn. We're about $100 billion deep into this, in, into the Ukrainian war. People aren't liking that. We're paying like a bunch of money for gas. Cauliflower right now is $6 a head. $6 a head for cauliflower. The fuck? We were paying $0.75 cents for eggs a couple years ago. Now it's like $4 for a, 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 a dozen. And so we're seeing $100 billion go over there. We're seeing these weird, you know, occurrences happening. Like, why is Zelensky on the Grammys? Why is Zelensky on Time Magazine? Again, you know, I don't want to degrade the cause if it's a, truly a cause. But it's always suspect. Our This country I live in is fucked up. And, and we're an empire. And we do not want to lose that empire. And... Frankly, I don't want us to lose the empire, but I feel like our fucking government has been captured. I don't feel like our government is working in the best interest of this country. I feel like it's only working in the best interest of a very few. So, and and that's been happening for a long time. There's no need for the U.S. to police the world. I agree. I agree. I would rather fucking us not be interventionists and just concentrate on us. Like, let's fucking build up South Chicago so we don't have 60 murders in one fucking weekend. How about that? How about we fucking in invest in these crumbling communities? How about we give vets an actual fucking real medical help? Why not we actually have universal health care? We could do all these things. 
But instead, we're so worried about policing the world. We're so worried. And I mean, in a sense, we, there are certain things that you got to protect our interests, right? But we, we could, I, I would love for a self-sufficient America. But hey, I'm quids in. I'm cauliflower and collie wobbles. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, yo. The, I can't believe how much this shit... The mainstream media make sure that average people don't know about it. Well, the average people in Iran really need to know about it. It's really important to make sure that they do know about it. And final question. Um, I'm, I, I say this, uh, but I'm not too sure um, I should be taken seriously or not based on what the news is, because I almost laughed when I read it. But maybe I shouldn't laugh. And it said that the U.S. has sanctioned Iran's uh, morality police. <laughs> no. Well, I guess the, uh, the poor morality police uh, will no longer be able to invest in the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, I'm sure they're all uh, they're, they're crying and whimpering and ready to voice the white flag. We've sanctioned the morality police. Aren't we fucking grand? Aren't we just fucking the, the, the moral fucking compass of the world? I heard that news. Yeah, it's uh, because, you know, I mean, uh, you know, when you talk about morality... Uh, I don't think the U.S. can really mm, preach or advocate anything on that on that stage. But the reason why I say I shouldn't really take this uh, in that uh, light is because, uh, after all, uh, a woman did die. And again, uh, it's just unfortunate that the West uh, promotes the way that it uh, wants to, as you said, go through uh, this regime change, which it never learns its lesson, that it doesn't really amount to the purposes that they even want. We're going to end it there. Thank you very much, Kevin Barrett, editor of Ed Really interesting, man. Uh, and then this one got my attention, too. CIA Director Bill Burns has reiterated U.S. commitment to support free flow of information in Iran following the shutdown of Internet access amid the ongoing uprising. Because the CIA is so concerned. They're so concerned about the well-being of these people and, and, and communication. Hmm. Burns told CBS on Tuesday that the new wave of rallies in Iran are not isolated protests tactically agreeing with the interviewer that this can be the beginning of a revolution in the country. I don't think that they are isolated protests because they're setting them up probably. And what and what is striking, at least to me for, and our analysis, is the sweep of those protests right now. He said, adding, these are incredibly brave people and many incredibly brave young women and they are fed up in a lot of ways because he cares. Because CIA people care. They give a fuck. They just do, okay? He said it. He said it right there. Burns said they are willing to take a risk of getting out of the demonstration and demonstrate because they are fed up with the economic decay, the corruption with social restrictions, especially that Iranian women face and the political repression as well. He called the Iranian regime an autocratic system, noting that they are very good at repressing people and they are quite ruthless now in putting those uh, putting down those kinds of protests as well. Others are helping Iranians getting, getting, get easier access to information since the authorities have increased the restrictions. The U.S. Treasury Department has given the green light to SpaceX CEO Elon Musk to activate satellite internet service Starlink for Iranians. Oh, thanks, Elon. And Google has just launched a VPN service for Iranians, but using such methods are not simple enough for ordinary people and still not many have managed access to the internet via them. So, wow, that's really nice of them to, you know, have Elon send over Starlink and, you know, Google. Jeez, gee whiz, Google. You're not just another arm of the government, are you? Uh, yeah, okay. So, 
we got the CIA back back color revolution. Yeah, so this is basically saying the same thing. Um, so yeah, I don't know what's up with this shit, man. It's wild going over there again. I'm not trying to say that that's what's happening. I'm just saying these are the reports that are coming out. Okay, there and 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 we have a great history of of of, of interventional interventionalism. I think if that's a fucking word, I don't even know if that's a word. Um, there was one more thing. I just want to wrap up with one more thing, and and then we're gonna we're gonna go. And I'm gonna eat something because I haven't really eaten eaten eat pussy. Eat pussy. All right, hold on. Shit. One more. Come on, stupid. Don't be a stupid. All right, bitch. Paste. Is that what I was trying to do? Oh, I guess. Oh, okay. It is here. I'm an idiot, guys. Um, here we go. So this is a little bit more on Tamaj because I want to um, wrap it with a rapper since this started as a music news conversation protests that keep going in Iran and now entering into their eighth week. There is no sign of compromise from either side. And there are reports of yet another massacre, once again in the province of Sistan, Baluchistan, which what? observers are now Baluchistan? calling the second Bloody Friday. This, as the regime continues, is deadly crackdown on protesters. <laughs> this is unverified video from the town of Mariwan in the Kurdistan province. People are chanting, death the dictator, in reference to the country's supreme leader. Now, this is after a young local woman was allegedly killed by regime forces after being beaten with yeah, batons in that. Her family has reportedly been pressured by the regime to say that their daughter died as a result of the flu. This week, a central figure has emerged in the ongoing coverage of the Iranian protests. A prominent rapper... <laughs> um, sometimes will be, but we, we haven't done it in a long time. We haven't done the Craigslist game in a while. I don't really do it. I, 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 my, my patch guy dried up on me, so I do it every once in a while, but yeah. Her name, Tumaj Salehi. Now there are reports that he himself has been detained by the regime forces. CBC News got an exclusive interview with Salehi just before his arrest, and producer Nahaya Tuzush conducted that interview. She joins us now to tell us about what she's doing. Uh -huh. Nahaya, thank you for joining us. Thank you for, for letting me be on. They're both Now, Tumaj Saleh, he may not be a household name. I would venture even for some Iranians. Tell us who he is and what his role has been in the protests. Right. I mean, um, Tumaj Saleh, I suppose we could sort of classify in the context of Iran as somebody who is a dissident rapper, somebody who is an uh, underground rapper. And he's, he's really, over the last years, been extremely active in voicing his opposition to the regime, the opposition to a theocracy. Um, and so he has sort of become a little bit of a thorn in the side um, of the Islamic Republic. And his lyrics, his style of delivery are extremely poignant. And if you look at how Iranians sort of describe him, war hero, warrior, lion, son of Iran. So uh, that's sort of natural eyebrows. Yes, very natural. Iranians view him really um and in terms of his lyrics he's, he's very specific um he points to iran's gender apartheid he talks about the absence of political and civil liberties he talks about the uh, economic monopoly by the country's irgc so um you know these are some of the things he points to within the country and he also takes aim at those who are uh, outside of iran frankly who he classifies 
And so this is the CBC, Canadia's. Um, and they're really propping up this rapper guy. So it's really interesting, right? Guys, as, you know, organizations and some particular journalists who he says are lobbying for the regime and are not entirely reflecting what Iranians inside really want and what they desire, which is, in his words, not reform of the system, but complete regime uh, change. So certainly um, this has uh, put a really big spotlight on him. Um, and, and he's been vocal for, for many years and he's, in fact, been arrested in the past. So just to give you a sense of um, somebody who really, in the face of brutality, has chosen not to stay silent. Okay. And so you had this opportunity just a few days ago to have this lengthy interview with him. You conducted the interview in Farsi. We've got a bit of it with translation. So I want to play a bit of that for you, and then let's talk a bit more about what's happened to him since then. Joy. Wait, what is it? Are they going to say it, or are they just going to make it real? Joy is a crime in Iran. Dancing is a crime. A free Iran is a country where plain clothed police cannot abduct you from the streets. And have the law protect them. A free Iran is a country where regime agents do not have license to commit grape and sexual grape. Pretty crap rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a great rapper. <laughs> that they don't have license to throw acid on women's faces. Jesus Christ. I mean, and then there's this side. So, I mean, it could be a CIA back coup or it could be a tragedy that they, that, that, that they, they're taking advantage of to 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 enact their their globalist plan conspiracy you know Nahaya, even if one doesn't speak farsi which i don't you get that lyrical sense of the way <laughs> he don't. speaks he talks about freedom he talks about joy the kind of iran he would like to see in the future now you conducted that interview and just moments during your article being published on cbc.ca we found out that Saleh, he had actually been arrested. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, I mean, I reached out to him, and quite frankly, I was not um, optimistic that he would grant me a bit of his time just because of the way that the Western media is viewed inside Iran and what a great risk it really poses for somebody to speak with foreign media. But uh, um, dare I say he was courageous and fearless and um, choosing to speak with me. I felt the sense that he really wanted his message to be broadcast outside of uh, Iran. And of course, um, we now know he's been abducted, arrested by regime forces. And that happened sort of about 45 minutes before the article and the interview was published on CBC News. Um, and, you know, details are, are sparse. The family uh, who I've been in touch with, they are really trying to get as much information 
information as possible. But what we do know is that um, he was abducted from a Western province in Iran um, by plainclothes uh, regime agents who are agents that are dressed just like civilians. And he was taken to the city of Esfahan. And um, the family right now is not sure what is happening, but they were certain that for several days he was uh, under extreme physical and likely mental torture. Um, and shortly after, about three or four days after, the Islamic Republic's official state broadcaster uh, published a very, very short uh, video of somebody who appeared to be Tumaj um, confessing or expressing regret for what he has said about the regime. Um, in if you're being tortured for days, you're going to say whatever they want. Unless you really have a strong spirit, which most people, I don't think they do. This is an intense interview, intense news item. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, 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 this, is, this is the route I chose today. Reference to one particular video you had made where he was suggesting that regime officials should go into hiding because their days are numbered. Um, so, you know, his family had cast a little bit of doubt on this video. They're not entirely certain if it is him or if it's not. What in the heat, he was wearing a wooden cap. I'm with the security service on this. <laughs> in the desert, man. He was out there just working it. They do, do know for sure, sure is that, that he did um, endure torture. torture. And, and the latest information I have from his family who are outside of Iran suggests that perhaps he is now in a state where they've moved him uh, from that uh, state of torture, essentially, to another section of the jail, the prison, where he may likely be waiting to hear uh, what his fate might be. Um, and that's really all we know at this stage. And Nahaya, based on the reporting you've been doing, what could that possible fate be? Where does his story go from here? Well, what we do know is that um, I believe roughly 14,000 uh, people have so far been arrested in this crackdown by the regime. And uh, just a few days ago, a Kurdish rapper, um, Saman Yassin, was very, very quickly sentenced, um, and his sentence was to be executed. Damn. So this is a very likely fate for anybody who speaks out against Another the rapper, including someone like Tumaj, who um, is extremely vocal and extremely loud. I have to tell you, when... The regime outlets were posting that video of him. Um, Iranians were refusing to share that video. They were encouraging others not to share the video because they, in their minds, do not want to be participating in what they see as propaganda that the regime is conducting to instill fear uh, into Iranians to sort of stop them from going into the streets. She has beautiful skin. Um, but in terms of his arrest, I want to wear it. Too much was very aware of. Um, and he had, he had planned for this. He had made sure that, that all of his um, platforms that he was using, because he was not just a rapper, he was somebody who was really spreading the message via social media, via Telegram, Twitter, to encourage I know. To there's going. two rappers, and he was, he's um, going to be executed. where protests are happening and whatnot. So he made sure that even though he has been silenced, and he was sort of anticipating his arrest, um, that his team around him and those who were not arrested um, could sort of continue to push out his message. Um, and we, we are seeing that, that um, right now. Um, the messages are continuing to come out. And so, and so it sort of goes to the notion that you can you know, arrest one person, but the, the sentiment and the message that he wanted to be out there about what these protests stand for continues. The mm highest -hmm. is a producer with CBC. Wow. Good reporting. It's, I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. I, you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to the Iranian people I'm always I'm always I'm always someone who wants to uh, stand with the freedom of people freedom is an important part of 
being human. So, loving the echo in this segment. Is the, do I have an echo? 